Welcome back to the 80th episode of Ultras 11. Wow. I'm correct, right? 80th. Yeah, yeah. right? Okay. It's a big yeah. 80. Um, <laughs> I'm Joe's. I'm Al. Uh, you guys you guys know yeah, already. We, it's still just a formality. We have to say who we are. Just For legal purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get started, I know, I know, I know. It's, we sound like a broken record. It's annoying and whatever. But, but to stop this from being said, just subscribe. It's that simple. Like, simple. Twenty twenty four. Not much has to be said. We want it to be our year, <clears throat> um, and for that to happen, we need some support from everybody, and just you know, getting our voices heard, so we could maybe go to the World Cup and be a part of the press. You know, twenty twenty six. Maybe be there, <clears throat> the first game of the World Cup that has been announced in Toronto. Pretty fucking crazy. Wait, they announced it. Yeah, they announced it. So the the first Canada game. Not not Team Canada, but like Canadian game is going to be in Toronto. So Who's Toronto playing? has they didn't they haven't oh, they haven't made their. Yeah. I was going to say yet. they haven't done anything. No, yet, it's so five yeah, five uh, games plus one Team Canada game is here in Toronto so far. So we're hoping to go there. We're know, hoping it's with, Italy too, obviously, obviously subliminally. Probably will be considering like the population here. Yeah, Italy, you'll probably Portugal, get like an Italy game or a Portugal game. You'll probably like see that. both of them. Yeah, that'd be pretty just crazy, because actually. of that. But guys. We want to be there. We want to show you guys, you know, just around the stadium, show you everything, going to each game, being at, getting a press pass, and, you know, hopefully meeting some of our, our, our stars. You know? Our heroes. Our heroes. Hopefully, Italy makes the World Cup. I'm going yeah, to say hopefully uh, because, you know, we're 0 for 2 for the last <laughs> two of them. So Maybe Spalletti has the right uh, <laughs> hopefully, magic. Let's hope that's the case for once in our existence. Italy will be there, and <clears throat> so will we. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, it. Yeah. No. Follow us, guys. I'll set it all. I'll set it all. Uh, last week, we had on our show a guest. We spoke about the Derby d'Italia that, Derby d'Italia that happened, mm-hmm. Inter versus Juve. Uh, we did a combined 11 of both teams. We talked about uh, even the collusion we think is going on in Serie A. Yeah. And, and just in general, everybody thinks it's happening. Um, so if that is something that interests you, like it's still available, you could go watch it or listen or whatever, you know. Um, this week's podcast, though, we will be touching upon different dynasties of different eras, uh, the impact they had on modern football, uh, the impact money has had on football in the modern day. And then we're going to see we're going to take a look into teams that are underperforming and talk about which players we should keep, sell. They're on thin ice, blah, blah, blah. And of course, our favorite section, the dream team, the dream team. baby. This dream team will be more of an entertainment value dream team we think it'd be funny <laughs> to see it's not exactly a dream team but you guys will see it at the end yeah you or guys hear that at the you end. guys will still see that though so whatever <clears throat> getting into things uh obviously throughout the history of football we've had different types of football uh we spoke recently in a podcast about like you know tiki taka uh total football Catanacho, like all, all like the, the style of play and how it's really changed over the years what's become relevant what's irrelevant stuff like that but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about individual like team dynasties. Um, in our lifetimes, we've witnessed Juve win for nine years straight. Great. Sick. Good for you, Al. I was lucky uh, enough to witness that. Bayern Munich, who has also been winning for the last, what, nine years now? Ten, ten, ten years? They, they hit ten like, years. They, they could go for 11. I mean, this year yeah. it's not looking likely. But yeah, so ten years, man. We have honest. witnessed like that. Manchester City as well. With yeah. the prime under Guardiola, like their whole resurgence and everything like that. Um, But we're not going to talk about individual teams again. 
we're going to talk about more so like national team. But before we even get started with that whole concept, Al, mm-hmm. um, what do you think is actually harder to accomplish? <clears throat> national level domination, like Spain, Italy, mm-hmm. France, whatever, or dominance at a club level? I mean, personally, I, th- I think it is harder club level. But I like I think to you know continue on and have that longevity. I think national wise, it's it's just it's insane. Like like we've seen in the past, like with the Spain team that we got mm, to witness yeah. and to see their dominance, like like you people, a lot of people don't realize it, like how how crazy that is for a national team to be able to do that mm-hmm. when you know they're not with each other every day, being able to practice and only kind of given these tournaments where they're playing for a month and hey, you know. There's a lot of good nations out there, and there's a lot of good players that play for these nations. So, uh, it's such a, it's such a, I'm so on the fence about this. Maybe a little bit biased because like Juve and like witnessing that. But my final thing, I'll have to say, I think that national team wise is more. You said, but you said club level. I know, I know, but then I challenge because honestly, man, like they're they're both like, dude. At the end of the day, man. With like national and club wise, it's it's impressive. Like it's it's so hard to choose, and that's why I kind of, I went with I went with the clubs at the beginning. But I think I have to you go against myself. Yourself. I convinced myself, man, in my head. Yeah, like, well, I was just kind of thinking was, about it. Like I I, I know you know what I'm staying I'm staying with national team. I'm staying. With I was ready team. to question you and say why club level. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie team. to you because like for me, my opinion is like straight flat out national team. Mm-hmm. There's not even a debate, just because it's like you said like. <clears throat> my thing is with the club team, if you have financial backing yeah. of sorts or whatever, you could always stay relevant. Now, I know that isn't always the case because look at teams like United and Chelsea mm-hmm. that have that financial backing and aren't really performing that well. But you look at then teams like Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. City, uh, these, like, you know what I mean? Like, they are always relevant now. Why? Because, oh, De Bruyne's getting old. He's getting tired, whatever we'll it is. Buy somebody else. Let's go spend 150 mil on the next best thing, and we're can't, already good again. Can't buy anybody with the national With the team. national team, it's like you're you kind know, of restricted. To you know where, where I kind of changed there? And I because I, I was thinking about it a little bit more and more, and I was thinking about like these, these national teams that have won, you know, in the last, whatever, 20 years that we got to witness. And, you know, looking through them, you know, you think about that Spain one, but then I think about Italy. And that 2006 team, how good they were. Mm. Even in 2002, but they were like they were never to ever never able to get it done. And then when they did in 2006, the f- tournaments that followed that one, they were shit. Look, they, they couldn't make it out of the group. Of, I was going to say they haven't made it out of the group stage. They couldn't since make then. it out of the group. And then, okay, last year or whatever, 2020, 2020 the, Euros. Euros, the Euros, that happened like out of nowhere. No one expected it. Everyone was saying every other team except for Italy. Everyone's like, yeah, hey, you know what? Maybe Italy make it out of the group, you know, maybe quarterfinal, but like that's all I can really see. And then out of nowhere. And like right after that, they didn't make a World Cup. Before that, they didn't make a World Cup. Now they have a Euro Cup, which okay, they qualified. But you know, if it's if it's anything like Italy, they'll probably not make it out of the group. Yeah. I hope not. Like I hope you know they go but, and but they make another run because the they have a that's good team. But that's just Italy. And, and I started thinking about that, and I was like, you know what? I got to change the national team because it's just like that. Just goes to show you right there. It's not as easy as people yeah. think it is. Yeah. No matter which stars you have on your team. So you mentioned Spain <laughs> and their dominance. Um, <clears throat> for me, like. Obviously, I do think Spain is one of those crazy teams. Like, what did they? It was a Euro World Cup, then another Euro, Euro World right? Cup, and then Euro. Like, that's that's fairly impressive. You almost saw something like that with Argentina. Sorry, not Argentina. 
France, Germany, mm. like you, you almost saw these things. And now like France is still a top dog, mm. you know, after they won the world cup or the, and whatever, they still competed in semis and finals and stuff like that. They were like, they're still relevant, mm-hmm. but it's very difficult for these national teams to like do a three peat like that. Yeah, right. It is. And <clears throat> the only other team that kind of comes to my mind would be Brazil from like the early late nineties mm. to the early two thousands. That ultimate dominance they had, 94 winning the World Cup, then winning three Copa Americas, winning three Confederations Cup, winning another World Cup in 02. Like, that's like whatever. Uh, not, it's not whatever. It's yeah, that's, like, that's what impressive. I'm talking about. You know? um, so out of the two eras, well, two teams, who would you say is the most impressive? That Spain side that was so dominant? Mm-hmm. Because let's get real. Not much really changed in that team. Yeah, they yeah. had the same corn, whatever. Maybe a couple guys here and there switched, or that Brazil era, and why? And you know, not taking anything away from Spain, they had you know one of the best national teams I think I've seen in a long time. Like position by like for position, mm-hmm. they were they were so complete. They played so good together. They like they made any team that they were playing their lives hell for 90 minutes, if not more, but man, that Brazil team, I think it edges it a little bit more. And the only reason I'm saying that is because of the people that they were playing against in those times. Yeah. yeah. Like we, and we say it now, like, you know, you look, we look at the stars that, you know, we saw on TV or, you know, we, we grew up watching when we were, when we were, you know, young and you look at it now, and it's like these young kids, like you see who's really playing, and it's like, hey, now Messi and Ronaldo are slowly fading away like that. That In a couple of years, that's going to be, you know, gone, and there's going to be remembered. Who who do you have? You have, you know, Holland that, you know, is not really putting up the numbers as he was last year. You have Mbappe. Okay, cool, but, like, there's not that many superstars anymore. And I feel like at that time there, when Spain was dominant, yes, there's, there was a lot more superstars than there is now, and they still had to play a lot of tough teams. But I think that Brazil team had to go through a little bit more. And I feel like what they did and just to be that consistent and that dominant through, like you said, from the 90s to like early 2000s, it was it was just it was incredible, man. And if if they didn't play uh, out of his mind, hungry as hell, wanting it all Zidane in that semifinal in 2006, yeah. They probably like they like them against Italy, man. It's a whole different game. Yeah. Like I, you know, I am Italian. Like I, you know, I, I love that we won, but I, against Brazil, man, <laughs> with the guys they had, it's yeah. No, it's true, dude. It's it's tough, man. And like that that Brazil team, like you you look at that team on paper, man. We all we all go crazy for every player on there. Like holy shit, like dude, who's touching this yeah, team? Dude, it's it was one of those eras. Like this is where my standpoint on this is like I don't want to fall into like the trap of nostalgia kind of mm. but like it's kind of like you no, have because, to man joe you look at like like italy's team like back then like the late like late 90s early 2000s look at france's team france won in 98 you know they were the france had a, had an unreal team but brazil <laughs> those other two years they still had their number and they were just too strong for them mm. and throughout that time man you like the like the, the, the netherlands had an unreal team so many th- and you look at these stars we can pull up a list right now and go through every star right now yeah. and it, you, like just don't, just after finish now but okay that's the argument right there that's say brazil or spain yeah, yeah. that's brazil <clears throat> see i'm gonna go with spain not because i want to disagree with you or whatever so i just, just think like i'm gonna have to <laughs> go with spain because my thing is this brazil 
yes. Now, I do think, obviously, when you talk about the players they had and whatever, like, yeah, those those are gods. Those are guys that will forever be in, like, the Hall of Fame, always be talked about, yeah. you know, greatest of all time. One of the best it's in like, their positions. You know, like, they had someone in each. But my thing with that Brazil team, when I compare it to that Spain team, is I think Brazil had better individual quality mm. in the sense that, like, you know, they had R9. They had Ronaldinho. Mm. They had whatever. They had all these guys. Great individually. Yes, obviously, it worked as a team, and they were able that, to obviously win games. That's, that's the thing, man. With Brazil, sorry to cut you off, but hey, when you have the, you have all these guys, okay, individual talent, hey, one game, Ronaldo's going to score yeah. for you. Another game, Ronaldinho's going to score no, for I, you. I Another agree. game, hey, Cafu's going to score for thing. you. Like you. There was a lot of different pieces on the chessboard that you would have to cover, and like, you don't know where the pain was going to come from. I know, Jen. Spain was more but, of a team. That's the thing with Spain. Watching them play, dismantling Italy in a final. And it's not just because they dismantled Italy. Watching them play, there was no one that even was coming close to them. And let's get real. Okay, yes, they had that perfect trident in the middle mm-hmm. of Busquets, Xavi, whatever. They had guys off the bench like Fabregas and then Xavi Alonso, this, that, whatever. But you also had weird players like Pedro. <laughs> you had weird players like David Silva, who was very underrated, not yeah. even spoken about. You had guys like Alvaro Albraloa. You know, like when I was looking at the teams today, whatever, I'm like, damn. <laughs> this guy started on that team? Like, yeah. how? Where? You weren't even good. You like were Some, of, some of the guys were like. Yeah, you know, and like I look and like. They started? <laughs> it's those guys, though, that were still playing. Like they were the best yeah. right back in the world, the best right winger in the world. And it's like, that was the whole thing with Spain, but that made them so dominant and why they were able to conquer so much because mm-hmm. that team was just such a well-oiled machine and that system they played in that moment, especially mm-hmm. was just bar none, the greatest. And I think the most appealing thing to yeah. watch. Yeah. Because they, they, you know, like, they play very similar to Italy, just Italy. They haven't figured out the consistency part. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at Italy a lot of like the, like their team like when they won the Euros, man. How many guys on that team they wouldn't even they wouldn't even like people just found out that first time on that tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Di Lorenzo is one of those. Di guys, you know what I mean? Even even Spinazzola. Yeah, we only know him because Juve and Roma. Yeah, some people because said yeah, but he's not really like a hey like a crazy player. Mm-hmm. But they played well for the team. They knew their job and they went out there. They were hungry. They got it done. Yeah. And that's the same thing with that Spain team. And they and like you said, they were they were more of a team. It's just, man, that Brazil team, I don't think we're ever going to see a national team. Any, it doesn't matter what nation, have that many superstars on one team that, hey, you know what? They might not play, you know, like a team and, and you know, be all, you know, play some like, well, they're going to play beautiful football. But they might, you know, one guy might be a little bit more selfish. Other guys, you know, we try to take the ball, you know, run down the wing, maybe take it on his own. Yeah. But they'll probably, they're probably going to score. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll take that. No problem. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. You put that peak Spain side mm-hmm. against that peak Brazil side. Who comes out on top? Brazil. What? You think so? Brazil. You're saying that like zero hesitation. Brazil. <laughs> so you're telling me, okay, Brazil, who didn't really have the best goaltending mm-hmm. ever in their history. I don't care what anybody says. Yo, Dito, on. please. Pause this one second. I was leaving. My, yeah. Don't, don't so I'm gonna I'm gonna still speak because I'm not gonna have blank air. That's okay. Oh, whatever. Now I was back. That was fast. Stupid fan came on. I had to turn it off. All right, continue. That was our only continue fan, where you were. If you get what I mean. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyways, no. 
but look, okay, break it down individually, team, uh, player for player, sorry, position for position. Okay, goalie, who wins that? Spain. Okay, uh, right back. I know what you're gonna say already. I Brazil. Agree. Okay, now your two, your center back pairing. Mm-hmm. Who are you going with, Spain or Brazil? I probably I'll, I'll take Spain on this. Exactly, left back now. Brazil. No. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, probably. Actually, yes. that's Roberto Carlos. Yes. I was thinking Marcelo, but no. I'm like, even Marcelo, no, actually, I would say he's a little late. bit better than Jordi Alba. In, in Brazil's history. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine, fine. Okay. Um, Your three midfielders, then. I mean, it'd be, it would be tough. No, this is easy. This is the, I wouldn't take all three thing. Spain. I would. No. Who are you replacing? Who you, okay, wait. Okay, fine. Defensive mid. They had Emerson, uh, the, the, uh, Z, Z Roberto. I was going to say, that one I'd probably take Busquets. Okay, then your two center mids. Xavi and Iniesta. Yeah, okay. I'd probably take Kakao over one of them. Okay, Kakao over Xavi, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. And okay. that's like... So that's one. Really? The other one... Okay, whatever. Throwing in yes. Listen, my thing is up th- up that Brazil, Brazil that Brazil attack. All Brazil. Yes, I will not disagree with you. You had Ronaldinho and Ronaldo. So you two, had Rivaldo. Two center backs and, and a mid and, and a mid, and two midfielders. And what wins you championships? The team. A defense. There's no I in team. There is an I in win. There's no I in team. And a proper defense wins you championships. Everybody says it. Okay. You're taking the heart of a defense. Yeah. And but you're not going to defense say, doesn't score goals. But they could also stop goals. Yeah, but they're not going to score. You can stop all the goals you want, but 0-0 gets you nowhere. Yes, but I would trust Sergio Ramos, Puyol, PK, that whatever, to actually put up a fight against guys like Ronaldo and Ronaldinho. Whereas, who was it? Lu- not even Lucio, actually, at that point. Juan from Roma <laughs> is going to put up a fight against David Villa, Torres, David Silva. Yeah. No. I don't know. I think I think that Spain team wins. I'm thinking, no problem, no, I think I'm thinking Brazil. Not no problem. I think there is problems. No, but no problem. Brazil, no I problem. Think, I think Spain takes that. Um, no. But regardless of that, switching over to Brazil uh, would win. <clears throat> I still think Spain. I think I was, I was delusional, poor thing. No, um, okay. Brazil. Win. Switching topics over here. Um, as we were saying before, one of the topics we're going to touch upon is how money has influenced the game. Um, so when you go through like the history of all of football and you go through the different leagues and stuff like that, you look at like there's historically dominant sides, mm-hmm. you know, like there was there was Celtic Rangers, uh, Ajax, PSV was that random like Czech Republic team. Anyways, you, you had a- Bodo Glimp. There was Bodo Glimp that was actually dominant <laughs> in Europe at one point. Like you had these random teams that were like pretty crazy, yeah. right? They would win Champions League, stuff like that. Um, but as time started to progress and whatever, you started to see these guys kind of fall down the wayside. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they struggled with certain aspects, certain rules that would come into play. Uh, developing youth became a financial burden. Stadiums needing mm-hmm. replacements, this and that. It's ultimately, financial money. Bird- yeah, money. Um, so how has money shifted things for teams? Well, like you said, Joe, look at, look, look at the teams that you named. Before, okay, okay, all of them, they're 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 nowhere even near the top right now, and and haven't been for a long for a long time, mm-hmm. and that it just comes down to the simple fact of the money, yeah, and you know back then 
you could, you, you know, you, you, as long as you got a good academy, you know, you grow these players, you kind of, you bring them to the first team and you just kind of grow and, you know, you hope for some stars and you can actually build something and you're going to have this, this team for, you know, a while because, you know, you're, there's like money wasn't a big thing. So, you know, teams didn't have to sell somebody, you know, to be able to stay afloat or, or they, people weren't coming in for ridiculous prices and trying to buy these players okay, and you're losing one of your stars. Let me ask you this now. Why is it back then you would see transfers like Rude Gullet mm-hmm. going to Sampdoria oh. from Milan, who Milan was a dominant team. Yeah. Sampdoria was, okay, Sampdoria still was good, but why was that a feasible thing? Why was that like something that was happening? Nowadays, they, you'll never see anything. Because they can't afford it. Nowadays, a, a, a guy has a decent name, and all of a sudden, he's worth uh, 70, mil or 70 mil plus. Well, so inflation on the average player. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That comes to the, 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 that's the bottom line of it. But I'm saying back then, it, it, like, it, making money on players and selling players and buy, like it wasn't a main, like a thing. You bought players. Yes. Okay. You brought players into your team, but you tried to grow something, and it, it worked back then. It was like these teams had good academies. They were able to grow these players and they, you know, they, they were very successful at one point, but it got to a point where, you know, money became such a big thing and TV rights and all that stuff. And they just started falling, you know, back and back and back and back and back. And yeah, okay. They have history, but they don't have much more than that because it's just, it's, it's, it's too far gone now. I think the biggest thing you said there is like the lack of youngsters almost, you Mm. know what I mean? Like, I think that is the, I, to me, that's the biggest problem. You know, you went from every league kind of owning in on their own nationality. I'm not I'm not trying to like sound like, like racist. No, no, no. Only, I only want Roma to develop Italians no, or no, no, but- Bayern should only develop Germans. No, no, I'm not saying that in any way. But what I'm trying to say is there was a, a lot more of an emphasis on growing homegrown talents, mm. finding somebody when they were a youngster, growing them and whatever. And like selling people off for ludicrous fees weren't even a thing. No. You know what I mean? Rude Gullet, again, I'm going to keep on using him because when I learned about his transfer fee, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> a guy of that stature, stature that played every single position was that good. He only went for five mil. That's, that's and that was, seemed, that was deemed crazy at the time. You know, I'm like, okay, I get it. Inflation in real life, the cost of living has all increased. All this stuff has happened in the real world too. So it makes sense why everything's more expensive. But at the same time, all these teams, like you look at the past teams, whatever, the reason why they're falling by the wayside is because they can't even put money into their youth academy. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now the whole thing is shifted that, you know, Sao Paulo, Santos, like uh, those Brazilian teams, Boca, whatever, they're literally just growing clubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They need to be growing a player, getting them from the streets, making them into something decent, overemphasizing them, and then selling them off. Yeah, they know, and that's the only way they could stay afloat. What are they going to win? Like, they're not going to win a Champions League against the, these European teams that have... Well, they can't. Huh? Boca Juniors can't. No, no, not Boca Juniors, but like <laughs> no, Celtic and no, stuff. No, I know what you mean. I bust them. It's not Boca Juniors. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. They can't win any of those things. So like it, like you said, now they're just... They know that and they've accepted that. And that's that's just the reality of what they are now. It's... They're not going to be like those that have that like those those moments that they had in the past that you know they were actually good and and one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, they're not going to have that anymore. See, but that's the thing too. That's where I I feel like okay, this is me going back to me being like a little bit of a nostalgia merchant now. Okay, you look at Ajax; mm-hmm. they have one of the best academies in the world. Everybody knows of that. It's like literally a proven thing. It's not just me talking out of my ass. Yeah, which I usually do. But with Ajax, 
they have always such a great young core. And you look at that year, they went to what? The, fi- the, the semis, finals? The semis, semis, semis. semis. They lost to uh, Tottenham. Delict, De Jong, <clears throat> Van de Beek. That was the core three for them that everybody stroked off and everybody loved. Mm-hmm. They ended up selling them for astronomical fees, each of them. But what if they were able to maintain them? What if money wasn't such a huge part of the sport and they were able to maintain That's what I mean. And whatever. You know, like, would they still stay loyal, though? Would they still stay on Ajax? Well, I mean, if, if money wasn't <laughs> how it is now and such a big thing, probably, yeah. They, you, dude, you see, you saw how much they love that team. They're all from there. Why wouldn't they want to stay? If they wanted to, like, the, like you want to stay at, at, at your, you know, your home club. There's no reason to leave if money wasn't a thing. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, too. That's where the reason they left because of how much money was being offered to Ajax and how much money yes, was being offered to yes. them. Yeah, and see, and that's where, again, I'll go back. Like, I, I feel like these players nowadays are all thinking and all know, or all know or whatever that teams like Barca and Real Madrid, yeah. that's, that's the end goal. That's how you know you've reached peak football, where it's like, no, like, that's not the case. <laughs> whatever happened to people trying to be like some sort of like anti hero, almost playing for. Valencia, yeah. Villarreal. You know, you saw guys like Riquelme playing on Villarreal with Marco Senna, eh? <laughs> fucking <laughs> trying to cook Barcelona. And they did it a couple times, but like you don't see that anymore. Yeah. If you have a somewhat, somewhat decent name, you're gone mm-hmm. and you demand to go somewhere like that. You know what I mean? And you saw it this summer with Rasmus Hoyland, right? Yeah. He went for what, 75 mil? He had six goals for Atalanta, <laughs> six fucking goals. And that's going to be the guy leading their line. And I would say he was not. He was just fast. Yeah, you know, like I would even quick. say he's an average player or anything like that. Like it was still just, young, still you know, raw. I get growing, it, but at the same but, like, time, like that's, that's seventy-five it. mil for the potential assumption—that's yeah. crazy to me. I, because I, man, I, 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 ever since the the Gareth Bale and the Pogba moves, that it, that that ruined soccer, man. Because now everyone goes based off that. Okay, yeah, this guy's worth this much. Okay, we're gonna ask for this much, and and people buy him. People, these players are are selling for stupid, crazy amounts. Mm. So obviously it's going to continue and it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. That's all that's going to happen. And it all goes back to like, you see like the financial backing in every league. Like it seems almost like minimal in mm-hmm. comparison to the Premier League. Yeah. You know, Italy just signed a deal, a new TV, no, not TV rights, a league deal mm-hmm. that they're no longer to be named Serie A Tim. They're going to be N live Serie A. Mm-hmm. And they're now getting 22 mil a year. It's fucking nothing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like what the hell? Um, Obviously, like this doesn't tell the whole story, doesn't say everything, but I do have a question for you after like everything and mm-hmm. talking about the whole how Prem is the powerhouse now. Um, how has that actually shifted to England becoming the powerhouse they have become, financially speaking? And in general, it, it is probably the most sought after league for oh, players to go to now. Yeah. Even because, if it's be, an average because of just how big it's gotten and how much money is in that league. Of course, players want to go there. And that all changed. From the day I can't remember exact year, I know it was in the in the 2000s, but when there was that whole thing with the TV rights and the TV deals, and they came to Serie A and they wanted to, you know, for Serie A to send this this big deal that would have really helped out. First of all, with just people getting to know Italian teams because not it's not available to a lot of people, so they don't even watch the league. Mm-hmm. So that would have helped with that, and just overall the money coming into the league was a lot of money at the time, but like a lot of Italians, they were greedy. And they were like, no, 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 no. We don't sell. We keep for ourselves. Yep. We keep it on our channels. We don't want to sell. And then where did that get them? It got them Bankruptcy. going to the Premier Easy. League now and saying, okay, hey, 
they didn't want it. Do you guys want it? And they were like, yeah, of course we want it. We're trying to <laughs> the prem before, like now, obviously it's surpassed, not in, 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 in those rankings. Now Serie is back, but it surpassed Serie a long time ago, but Serie a, man, they used, they used to be the top yeah. and all the well, prem well, wanted was to be there. All they wanted to do was be mm-hmm. there at the prem and they yeah. couldn't for the longest time. As soon as they got that TV deal, they were like, yeah, we'll take it. No problem. Obviously it didn't happen overnight. But, you know, years went by and slowly, slowly people started to, you know, it became more available. People were watching it more, more fans, more everything, more growth. And now look at the league. Like, look, look how much dude, you, everybody, everybody around the world knows, you know, Manchester United, West Ham United, fucking Chelsea, uh, West Brom. They know all these teams yeah. because of that. You know, yeah, OK, they might know Milan, Juve, Inter, Roma. But they're not going to know, you know, whatever uh, Frosinone or Salernitana. They're not going to know those teams probably because yeah. they don't watch them. They don't watch them. Yeah. And ever since that moment, that's where it all went downhill. Ever since that, obviously, Calciopoli didn't help the situation. Yeah, I was say the, all you know, the scandals that, that happened. That, you know, the scandals didn't really help it. But you know, you saw Sedia take some jumps. You know, in the last couple of years, when they when they bring in Ronaldo, you saw what effect that brought in. You know, people, a lot of stars wanted to come back to the league, mm-hmm. and you know they they they're only, they're still getting there. They don't have the TV rights, but you know the prem with after all like the TV rights and everything came in. You know you look at the investors and people that wanted to come and buy those teams and how much money they were willing to spend and put into those teams. Yeah, like could you imagine if that was Serie A, and at the time we took the TV deal and then we ended a lot of the team top teams ended up selling and we have all like these Saudi owners and everything that ended up buying the prem. Yeah. Imagine how crazy Serie A would have right would have actually taken off. It would have been talked about would, around would, the world. Talk, like, be talking about that we're in debt every week and I, uh, I we got to sell guys. I think the biggest thing for the Prem, why they were able to become the powerhouse they were, mm-hmm. is because of how they adapted to like the modern times. Yeah. You know what I mean? How they were able to shift everything. Like You even look at their stadiums, right? The stadiums are very, very like intimate. Mm. You know, the sideline is here, and then the fans are literally like, what? less than 10 yards away whereas you go to italy spain whatever like all these other places in italy every team has a running track around like they're hosting the olympics tomorrow morning (laughs) you go to germany same thing it's it's only recently that like bayern renovate not not bayern sorry but like you know these teams are renovating and Mm -hmm. doing something different but england was the first to do that yeah why they they tried they saw how sports are in america and how it's so marketed how it's mm. so commercialized and, yeah. and stuff like that they took note of it they saw there was ways to grow the league make money put money in their pockets and in the team's pockets and they did it they adapted mm. i'm pretty sure even at some point in the early 2000s they had halftime shows mm. yeah, not they, halftime they, they, shows they, that some djs playing in the background they had, like some entertainment. they had some form of entertainment why is that because people would then want to stay mm-hmm. people would be increased they would increase revenues within drinking within this mm-hmm. within whatever and they just they just overall adapted as a whole yeah. and another big thing too is the fact that in england when a team says hey i want to build a new stadium they're like oh, okay no problem go yeah, build it exactly in That's italy I mean. it's like yeah okay you know we're sharing our stadium with lazio you know i i think we should have our own stadium you know we're big enough we you know we we, we have we have this space here we have all the plans everything the drawings here you go city looks at it yeah, but then how are we going to make money? Well, exactly. that's, that's not our problem. You know, we've we've done this for so long. We need our own stadium. You know, it can help us financially and everything to grow. Let us do it. No, no, we're okay. Yeah. Only like it, it's crazy, dude. The only team in Serie A that has its own stadium is Juve. I know. 
Like, and the other teams, do you know how much money you make from that alone? That's that's what I that's, mean. That's why Prem teams are so self-sufficient. Ludentown could own, host. They all have their own stadiums. Ludentown could hold it like what, eighteen k, maybe less. It looks like Father Buffon, somebody's <laughs> backyard, and yet they're generating more revenue than top sides in Italy, yeah. top sides in Spain. You have a team like, like like Inter and Milan, two of the, like two top teams in Italy, and they share a stadium, and they don't even own it. Mm. So they have to share a stadium with their rival. And they don't even they don't get any they get okay a percentage of I mean barely but not nothing close to if you not, actually yeah, own the stadium yeah, exactly. what you would get yeah, it's like, not like that it's it, that that is honestly the crazy that's crazier than the whole TV rights for me yeah. like the fact that like the like the, the, their own government doesn't want it because then they're scared that oh they're not gonna they're gonna be, they're not gonna be making as much money because they make a lot of money off the stadium yeah, yeah okay fuck you guys figure it out <laughs> no it's 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 a little bit ludicrous but hey hats off go to uh, the Premier League whoever. Yeah. Was running it in the early 2000s. You had a dream. You made it happen. It was early on in Congrats, that marketing buddy. team. Um, switching over now, since we were talking about the Premier League, we're going to kind of keep going with that trend here. Um, every year, we kind of have a team that everybody talks about for not performing, having very underwhelming seasons, mm-hmm. whether it's because previous season results were amazing, transfer market was or a 10 out of 10. Spending a lot of money in the transfer coach, market. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but we're not going to talk about teams like Arsenal. We're not going to yeah. talk about teams like you. Now we will probably actually make so probably get to United at some point. Not teams like Barcelona, who everyone's panicking because <laughs> they're in second place in the league and they should be winning because they got Vitor Roque. We're not going to talk about stuff like that because they're still a relevant side. They're still in a top four spot and you still got to commend them. We're talking about guys like Napoli that can't defend their title for the life of them and are battling for a top 10 spot. We're going to talk about Chelsea who spent how much millions and millions and billion dollars. They're like still getting their asses handed to them. Sorry, bro. Sorry, Chelsea fans United who <laughs> every year is making a hundred million dollar moves <laughs> and they can't even function. Those are the teams we're going to be talking about or my favorite one, actually Sevilla who yeah. fucking beat Roma won a Europa League and now the three points from yeah, relegation. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about it. That's crazy. Like for you, what is that? How does that feel for you? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> you guys lost fucking them, and now you're just seeing them. They're battling relegation. Absolutely like, terrible. Nice. So nice. what we're gonna do in this little segment, this little topic, is um, we're gonna go through these teams. We're gonna look at their most recent eleven, mm-hmm. and obviously other key players that may just not be in that eleven because of injuries or whatever the case is, fitness concerns. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna discuss if we. Sorry, we keep them, sell them, or if they're hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. That's like, a, oh, we'll give them to the end of the year, see if they maybe change their attitude type yeah. of thing. Um, so the first team we are actually going to talk about today mm-hmm. is none other than Chelsea. Oh, we thought it'd be oof. fitting after they lost 4-2 and I watched the game. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. The big bad blues oh that God. everybody where you, said. Where do you the even start with Chelsea? Well, right. sure, man. With the amount of money they spent over over two or whatever, three transfer windows, whatever it was, the bringing in a new coach after you know Lampard took over last year, like you expect so much more with how much they spent. Yeah. So of course they're going to be one of the main teams to talk about. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. This isn't an attack on Chelsea in regards to like, oh yeah, they're actually shit, this and that, whatever. 
I will commend certain moves. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do no, think some of, them, some of their transfer some of them work and some of them make like sense. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But some of them are just like, buddy, why are you still here? No. So let's start things off with the goalie. Mm-hmm. I'll be saying a name to you. You tell me keep, sell, or hanging on by a thread. Uh, and then we'll discuss obviously certain players, certain ones we won't even mm-hmm. care because yeah. Uh, this guy, uh, we're not going to say him. We're going to go with their actual goalie that plays. I was going to say. Not <laughs> Petrovic. Uh, Petrovic, sorry. Uh, we're going to go with Robert Sanchez. Okay. So, I would say keep. I agree. Keep. That's why. I, I, I don't think he's at fault for absolutely I will anything, add so. keep as your backup goalie. Because I feel like Chelsea being a top team should have a top goalie in net. And, okay. you know, he, he could get there, but they can, they can definitely have someone in net that's, you know, has the experience and, you know, maybe in their, you know, a little bit, of maybe in, the, in, in their thirties, you know, like yeah, when, yeah. when Czech went there, get but somebody, somebody that's, like that's, the, that's experience. And then you have him Czech, as your backup. No, Czech was there before. His you're, okay. You're thinking about when he went to Arsenal. He went to Arsenal after. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, when he made the move yeah, to yeah, Arsenal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what you were talking about. You know what I mean. I knew what you were talking about. When he went to Arsenal, he was in his thirties. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I, yeah. I got because people always go back and forth in fucking yeah. Chelsea and no, Arsenal. I, I, I do agree. I do think like obviously he's only twenty six. There's he could grow into like that's still, that's young a real, for a goalie. Man. Yeah. That's young for a goalie. Goalies get good when they're like thirty. Yeah. For some reason. Uh next person. I think we're gonna agree on this one too. Thiago Silva. Keep. Really, I would keep him, but like you, you gotta saying, start. You gotta start your planning around him. I'm saying really, as if I would sell him, I would keep him too. Yeah, because you need that veteran. Yeah, yeah. And let's get real, he's not slowing down. No, no, that's poor a, guy. No, no, no. My heart goes okay. out to him. He's what 39 years compared old. Compared to like, if you compare him to like two seasons ago, he is slowing. Like from the Champions yeah, League yeah, win, yeah, he's yeah. slowing down. Obviously, but, but he's getting he's still good. He still could be that. Bring that. He brings that veteran experience to the team, but they need to have other guys like lined up and ready to go and not these these all just signing a 19 year old hey buddy you're a center back yeah come we're gonna sign you for you know 50 mil yeah bring someone in that's you know late 20s early 30s you know some ha- can bring some experience to the team alongside tiago silva mm-hmm. that when tiago silva if he gets injured because those are going to start happening more often or when he's just not in the team this guy here yeah, can step yeah, in and yeah, not just have exactly. these kids in your in your back. It's time to have like Thiago Silva kind of take a step back. Yeah, let him nurture other people. Let him play die, in those big like, games. Whatever, like Maldini did for him. Yeah, when exactly. Was on exactly. His way out, you exactly. Know, type of thing. Same. Same. Um, next person, Ben Chilwell. I'd keep him. Sell. I'd keep him. Sell. I'd I'd fucking sell him in a heartbeat. Hmm. In a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think twice. He's a bum. Uh, he's, he's for me he's he's good enough and like it's not that's not like a, a priority like he's good enough there like it's it's not he's not like a liability I don't think I, I'd keep him I'd sell him I think Chilwell is a very overrated player just like a Luke Shaw I think people think he's a great left back and left wing back and whatever but I just no, no one's calling him a top uh, left back no no here. I know I'm but just, I'm, I'm just saying, saying I keep him on the team my thing the, the reason why I'm saying it like that is because Chelsea with the money and financial power they have and with the name they have in general mm-hmm. to get an a somewhat even decent left back I think it's a very plausible thing so for me Joel instantly out of there I think they should be investing into something else there Considering also Poch plays fucking Levi Colwell left back. <laughs> uh, that's another question that needs to be answered one day. But yeah, for me, Chilwell, gone. Okay, okay. Gone. Uh, Axel DeSassi. 
I'd probably say sell. I'd agree with you. I'd probably say sell. I'd agree with you. I think that was also like a panic buy. I would say he's out. Mm. I don't. I think Badia Shile is better than him. Yeah. And they're like, they. I think that's probably their strongest position right now, mm-hmm. which is saying a lot. But um, who else? Reese James. Obviously, I'd keep him, but like the guy is fucking always yeah, injured. A, he's always hurt. Yeah. What about K? Since because he's always injured and hurt and majority of times not playing, Gusto. I think he's hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the first one I'm going to say hanging on by a thread because there's some games I'm watching him and it's like, you're not that bad, mm-hmm. and they didn't pay anything astronomical yeah. for him. But then there's also games I'm looking at him, and it's like, why are you a Chelsea player? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you doing here? What's your purpose? Do you even have a purpose? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'd agree, kind of. like, I, I, he would be more on the either keep or hanging on a thread. Yeah, like he's like I, he's exactly like that. Like some games, like that I've watched, I don't watch all of them, but when I've watched them. When he's playing some games, I'm like, holy shit. And like even like a role in the group, like, holy man, Guzzo's playing on yeah. right now. Like he is like dude, his runs his runs up and down, his defending everything. I'm like, oh yo, this guy's actually good. And then I watch some games and exactly I'm like, there's no way this guy's actually a Chelsea player. Like yeah. what, what is Chelsea right now? It's just crazy to me that like even still, like when I was watching the Wolves game, and like, even the commentator said this at how like you look sometimes like you look at what Chelsea did transfer wise and how they bought Caicedo, Cole Palmer, these guys, these guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like if you look at the talent they developed, homegrown, mm-hmm. you have a guy like Fakayo Tomori, who, in my opinion, is probably better than all the center backs they purchased, if not better. And you fe- deemed him like sellable, yeah. like that's the you guy you get rid of him. Like, but you're gonna Chalaba. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I do like Chalaba because his versatility. But you take but, a hammer Tomori. Oh, hundred percent Tomori. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know. Um, okay. Badia Shile. Mm, I would, I'd keep him. I'd keep him. Levi Caldwell. Probably sell him. <laughs> see, that's the home I don't like him. That's the home road. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm not crazy about it. I him. think that's another hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Badia Shile, I agree. Yeah, keep. I'd keep him. Colwell, I think for me, hanging on by a thread. That would be one of those, let's search the market, see if we could find a decent center back for a good price. If we can, then Colwell's out. Yeah. But if we can't, let's keep him. Yeah. Or somebody that's that's can play center back, but it's they're, they're versatile and can actually play left back and not just get thrown left back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Connor Gallagher. See, I mean, I don't know, man. Rose, sometimes he says he wants him gone and he talks shit about him, gone. but like, I'd keep him. Gone, but I'd keep him. He is you cannot argue this you cannot tell me otherwise he is a jordan henderson regen regen there is no way that man should be playing on a top team like no, no, chelsea no. He, can, he can be on chelsea again as a backup no coming off the bench no i'd keep him <laughs> i'd keep him no man i, I like him I like i'm him. sorry he, okay listen i think he's a decent player i'm not gonna bash him I think he has a great fucking engine on him. I think he's a workhorse by all means, by mm. all means. But he's not a Chelsea player. Yeah. He's gone for me. He's he's very much gone. He's very much out of there. He's a loser. And like that's yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd keep him. Caicedo. I feel like you have to keep him because of the money spent. I'd right? sell him. Yeah. I'd sell him, man. Because man, you know, you just you take the hit, but at the end of the day. He's a good player, never going to be close to that hundred mil, and you're always going to have that. And you're like he's he's never going to be able. He's never going to be that player. He's good. He'll be good. He'll be he'll get better, but he's never going to be that player 
So the longer you hold on to him, you're either losing him for free or you just accepted it. I would say sell him, get rid of him. You get whatever you can from him. You'll get something half decent for another prem team because those they'll happily take him and he'll probably do well there for a decent price tag. But he'll never live up to it. Sell him. I'd say sell him. Wow. Cutthroat. This guy yeah. is a technical director. Just spent 120 mil. You're gone. You're gone. Uh, I think given his price tag, I'd have to keep him, to be honest with you, to try to prove He's something never going of to. value. Never to going try, to. to try. Under a new system, because maybe him and Poch don't see eye to eye with the system. I don't know. That's my thing with him. He'll never be 100 mil. Enzo Fernandez. Mm, obviously, keep man. Yes. Why is that obviously keep? No, I do Again, agree, though. I do agree, though. Not worth the price tag. He's but a lot more justifiable. Done. Yes, obviously. He's, you know, not been at his best recently, but you know what he has, you know the quality he has, and he can easily, you know, in a couple years with a solid team around him, be a top yeah, player, and yeah. you'll be like, it, it'll be like like when people look at like already Jude now. The people are looking at Jude now and saying, dude, Madrid paid only a hundred mil for him. That's that's fucking that's a steal. Yeah, as we were saying now, I'm also seeing people say like Jude's falling off, and it's like, guys, what? Because he's not scoring. He's not scoring every two goals a game and and doing this every game. Like, like, guys, he's a midfielder. Remember that. I gets up the field. I would ask you about Romeo Lavia, Leslie Ugochuku, but they really haven't featured. Yeah. What about the the second guy on the list? Who? Carney Chakwamanka. Yeah. Barely played two. That's yeah. the thing. Like, like Poch is supposed to be the guy. Okay, what about what that about gets our, them going? What about our boy at the end? Jezre Casta, keep yeah. him, baby. Yeah, no, actually, him. not sell him. Sell him to Roma. Sell him to Juve. Nice. We both thought about our selfish <laughs> desires. <there. laughs> no, you Kasta, guys don't need him. Sell him. But see, that's the thing. With a guy like Casta, am I saying he's good? Is it a time bias? No. But you recalled him from his loan at Leicester yeah. because you, you want to use him. Mm. So, like, that has to say something. But I will look at you and say that's one of those hanging on by a threat. You yeah. know, if he doesn't perform in the remainder of the season, cut your losses. See you later. No. I, I don't know. You could probably get move on. Mo- like him. you could get the exact same money. Back oh, yeah. There, you know, yeah. like they're not going to lose on that. Whatever. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Keep. Keep, man. He's, he, he, he still shows how good he is, man. And he, he brings that veteran experience and just that leadership to the team. He's probably one of the first guys on the on the um, on the um, game sheet. on the game sheet. I was gonna say score sheet. Probably on the score, well, score sheet, sheet too. too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think he's. Yeah, I'd. I would say that too because given his age and whatever, there's not much of a value for him no. either. So if you are offloading him, it's literally to free up some sort of salary space because he's occupying a fair amount. Mm-hmm. But even then, I wouldn't consider him as a sell because I think he's their only decent enough performer. Mm-hmm. In attack, uh, Christopher Onkunku. Keep, I would keep him hands down, man. We, I, I still haven't, you know, fully seen. I think his full self yet. Just coming back from like that injury and everything. Mm. That's another guy. Like you know, once once you have the proper guys around you and he's being played right, you know, whether if, if it's Poch, you know, not put it playing him where he should be playing or or whatever it is. That's when I start. That's when I see you're gonna see what this guy can actually do and, and what he can bring to the team. And I feel like this, this will be, you know, in a couple of years, once Chelsea figure it out and they got, you know, their, 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 their team that's built and, and, you know, can fight for a top spot. He's going to be a difference maker in that team. Mikhailo Mudrik. Who do you think for Nkuku? 
Oh, and Cuckoo Key. Okay, okay. And I That's agree. Right, I'm yeah. just not going to say okay, okay, okay. too much because I don't want it to drag on. Okay, you know? okay. we're yelling. Mikhaila Mudrik, so, Ukraine Bolt. So. Yeah, gone. So, gone. gone. Oh, my God, man. That guy, he, he can be, he's fast as, as shit, but he shit. He, I, like, he you know what? Again. A, he has so much attitude. The guy too, thinks man. he's Messi and Ronaldo combined into one player. But in reality, he's he's he couldn't even tie Jacarini's shoes. <sighs> he wishes he. I don't he's know how he became Ukraine. No, he's not. Not even at the moment. Now, he he just pisses me off. All the stuff I see on Twitter and and stuff like that. Like sorry, X, and even like recently, X. how he like he, some fan messaged him on Instagram saying like, "Yo, could you score goals?" And then he's like, "Oh, I'll fucking one v one v one v one me for ten k." But you're you're attacking a fan <laughs> that wants you to score goals because you're getting paid how much and you cost this club how much? He's a fan of Chelsea and just wants you to score like, so you guys can win, punk, dude. And you know what? That fan could probably fucking one v one you yeah. and dummy you because you'll just use your stupid speed. Anyways, he'll probably sorry. score more than him. Yeah, oh, that guy. Man, right hey, you know what? I'd sell him for twenty dollars. That was that was a, that was another move by Todd that he just he, he wanted to flex to, he wanted dick. to big dick it against Arsenal because Arsenal pretty much had it done. He's like. These guys think they got it. Yeah. These guys, these motherfuckers yeah, think they got it done. Hundred mil will pay for him. Yeah, we'll take him crazy. right now. Payment right away. Geesh. They were like, all right, no problem. That uh, guy's probably worth twenty Al really, mil. Al really got into that role there. I think Al's trying to be an actor. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I got Cole, a message for some roles today for out there banks. Cole Palmer. <laughs> I keep him. Cold Palmer, baby. Best probably one of, other than Sterling, he's one of the best players on that team. I'm indifferent with him sometimes, man. man. No, he's dude. He he's you know he's another one. He's a little no, bit. Uh, he's a little bit like at times like a little bit arrogant, you know, whatever. But he at least can back him, man. The yeah. guy scores like he he could be a difference maker in a game. He grew up and he, he came. He was playing with with City last year. Yeah, he does. Before, that's like, what I mean. He does have the technical he was playing quality. around very good players. Yeah, he, like he he's a guy. No, like without us, like, he's probably the second name on the game sheets right besides Sterling. All right, so I would probably agree with you. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm a little indifferent, but like, I'm leaning more towards keep. So just keep it at that. Okay. Nico Jackson. Sell, sell. Oh my god, the man that you you the the, the hype you put in this guy at the beginning. Go, Dude, this guy be like Drogba for you guys. I never said Drogba. He's crazy. I never said Drogba. I never he will say is, Drogba. You know he scored. He scored a hat trick against the Spurs and celebrated like six different sellies on his third yeah, goal. This guy suited and fucking everything. Not, nah, not, think, not a Chelsea, think, not a Chelsea player. For me, I think he's actually hanging on by a thread. Not I'd so. give him that because this is the thing. Okay, maybe he isn't an out and out striker. Okay, maybe he isn't a number nine. Okay, but he has speed and he has strength. Why not try him on the wing? Where he just has to go through the one man and not two men, and you know what I mean? Like, I why think, if you, I don't think like, he's gonna pass in the balls either? <laughs> well, we don't know this. Okay? <laughs> so, what are you gonna do? Just run in body guys? Yeah, Zaniolo made a living of it, <laughs> and Roma. now he's getting torched. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think with Nico Jackson, it's I think he could be a good enough player. Do I see him carrying the number nine for Chelsea for ten plus years and being like a drug? But no, definitely not. But do I see him being a guy that could fill a void and be good enough for them for like three, four years? Yes. I think he's a very raw, raw talent. When you have that kind of crazy speed, and he, and he's not like a mudrick that he's a fucking prick. He actually puts his head down and works, even though he does try to message Astrid Wet over there. 
he still does his thing. You know what I mean? Like he still is trying to I evolve. I don't think I don't think so he's that's a, why... I don't think he's a Chelsea striker. I feel like you like dude, I feel like he he'd be like like how Mikel Antonio is if he went to like West Ham. Like he'd be like he'd be they yeah, put up they build Ham, a statue of West him. West Ham fans talk for him. So. That's what I'm saying. Like Nico Jackson, if he went to like West Ham, they'd probably put put up a statue yeah, for him. He'd probably well, be that's... West Ham's top scorer. Well, that's obvious, poor things over there. But that's like that that's where like I feel like he would kind of fit best. Not on Chelsea. I'd yeah. sell him right away. So, agree to disagree. No. So, we're gonna agree to disagree. No, we're agree. we're gonna we're gonna sell him. No, no, no. I'm gonna say he's hanging on by a thread still. Okay. And then, okay. Are you done for players? Yeah. Okay. Last one, Poach. Oh, buddy, you're gone. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> like that. Like okay. Listen, I was the first to look at you and say like. I don't mind the fucking appointment of Poach because it was like... What did I say from the beginning? No, but like, I thought maybe if you're going with this young core like they are doing, in my head, it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe you could be that guy to kind of guide them for a year or two, like type of thing. You won't bring instant success that you're winning something, but you're going to be competitive. He hasn't even brought competition. Yeah, He's, He's just, he's lost the spot. I don't think I don't he's, think so. He's, he's done gone. for me. So he should yeah. be gone now. I don't know. I'm surprised he still has a job. Yeah, he's Mourinho got sacked for nothing, and this guy's this guy's losing every week, and he's like, he didn't get sacked for nothing. Man. He got sacked. No, for let's nothing, not talk man. about Mourinho. Again. He got sacked for nothing. Up, we always end up going up to one Roma's only trophy in the last decade, and then this is the thanks he gets. It's incredible. Yeah, and Poch still has a job, and Ten Hag still has a job. It's crazy, man. Yeah, guys who survived longer than Mourinho and they're doing worse than him. Anyways. <laughs> Before we start getting into this, and I have to start to fight with Al, because <laughs> I don't want to do that right now. Um, we're going to transition over to the best part of the episode. The best part of the episode. We're um, building the team. Building the team. Joe's repeating what I'm saying. I'm repeating what Al's saying, because he's the... the <laughs> I didn't say that part, so now you're just saying words. Words are tough for me. Uh, Jinx me, soda. Anyways... Uh, okay, so what's so, our team going to consist of today? Yeah, uh, do you want to say get it? to the point? Do you you get, no, 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 no hey, I'll, I'll leave it to you. I'll so, to you. um, this team that we're going to build is we did a team of right backs or left backs, both, both. <laughs> we did a team of goalies. So now we're going to do a team of strikers. We think this will be comical. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious yeah. to see. We've cool, seen like we've seen strikers play different positions. We saw Giroud recently. He went in net. He was a goalie recently. That's true. We saw Harry Kane do it. Harry I was Kane do Kyle it. Walker, but he's not a striker. He's not a striker. You know, Felipe Melo did it too, but they're not strikers. Yeah, they're so not we'll strikers. Talk about them. They're not strikers. So, Al, mm-hmm. we're gonna build a team of strikers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start things off with, I guess, the goalie. Uh, we will talk about. Yeah, four three three. Obviously, four three three. Four three three has usual. to be the formation. Okay, actually, you know, you know what? Let's change it because we're doing strikers. Let's do it. We're gonna do a three five two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a three four, five. Two. No, four five one. So there's only one striker. Okay, fine. Four five four five one. one. Okay, <laughs> start starting with the goalie. Goalie is easy. I'm gonna go with a tall oaf right off the rip. <laughs> And I'm not going to say Peter Crouch. I'm going to say, I don't know if you remember him. FIFA, FIFA 16, 17, legend. 
Played on CSKV Moscow with Sedu Dumbia. <laughs> Lacina Triore. <laughs> Six eight, baby. Jesus Christ, hey. guy was a. I think he only played soccer for like four years because he was too tall and he suffered from like gigantism. Well, guess what? Function. He's our goalie now. That's our goalie, baby. Six eight. That's inc- that's crazy. Six, six eight. eight what you wish, man? I wish I just had the eight. Part. <laughs> I don't even wish I had the six. Like fuck, I'm I'm five three or five four. <laughs> just give me the eight. Let me five be five eight, man. <laughs> fucking hell! And this guy's just fucking bragging about his height. <laughs> Big tall idiot. You're a goalie, Lucina Traor. All right. Don't let me down. Those left, I'm going to start with a left back. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Allison as our left back. Allison? Yeah. Wait. He played striker, Allison? Holy dude. Cause you threw, oh, my God. I thought, I thought we, holy guys. I, had a, I thought we were doing goalies for a second. Here I am thinking. I'm thinking about different goalies in my head. Holy Kuchinat, buddy. Wow. Okay. Strikers. I'm going to go with Dina Tala as my left back. <laughs> Small, quick, nimble, run up the field, run back. Perfect as my left back. Okay. Okay. Fast or weak foot. I, I want to say a right back because now you just gave me a right back. Idea. No, actually, because I'm saying this center back. Okay. I still get to the right back. First. You can do the right back. So other center back. First center back. First center back. First center back. Dude, I'm going with Jan Kohler, <laughs> <laughs> Czech Republic legend. He How was. How tall is he? I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to find that. I don't, it's in meters. Two point zero two meters. Like six, so like six, like six four, five, four, six four. five. Jesus. Big old. Try to get with me the header up, up, uh, against him, buddy. Okay, dude. I got his strong, I, solid. I oh. got his center back partner. What better perfect guy? I say his name. To meet a P a Crouch. Oh. Who? I thought you were going to say Mario Mandzukic. No, I almost said Buffon. Because I was like, goalies. Like- <laughs> Al really wants to do a goalie team. Maybe we should scrap this whole striker team and go back to goalies. No, no, no. Okay, so wait, Peter Crouch. Peter, Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch, Crouch is the other center back. Okay. Right back. My right back is going to be Ezequiel Lovetz. <laughs> Quick little nimble Argentinian. Gritty in your face. Slap you in the mouth. Pull your hair if you get by him. That's that's a solid. Ooh. That's a solid. Can't right even back. play football. I love that. Okay, so, I like that. Yeah, I'm pretty crazy. You don't have to tell me. Okay. As my, so what are you playing again? Four, four five five one. four five one. Okay, so we'll have so we'll have what a defensive mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll make one defensive mid. Okay, so the, our defensive mid, <laughs> I'm gonna put, none other than Juve legend. I don't. Yeah. Who? Either Diego Lorente or Mario Mandzukic. Who's Diego Lorente? You mean for, Fernando? Fernando Who's That's literally who I was going to say. Fernando Lorente is our CDM. Yeah, sure. Conte used to sub him in on the 80th minute. <laughs> Dude, they got parked the bus right in front of the defense. The guy that did more de- defending than attacking. Poor guy. He's our CDM. Why did, who's Diego Lorente? Is it, is oh, that's the one on Roma. That's, a, that's one on Roma. The hell? I don't have a Roma agenda here. <laughs> Fernando Lorente has CDM. I agree with this. I'm okay with this. Okay. I will not bat an eye. Um, okay, okay. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna go with left mid. Okay. Do you think of strikers? Don't don't say like guys that play like left wing. Yeah, yeah, because I say don't say a guy like Ronaldo or four left because they've also played like those on the left. Pure number nine. Pure number nine. Left mid. See, this is tough because I'm trying to think of the perfect hybrid of guy. Hmm. 
You know what? I'm going to go with on left. No, David Villa played left wing. Fuck. Yeah. It's actually tougher than I thought. It's now just racking my brain around different players I could say. Okay, I try to do, I think of strikers. Striker. Think of guys that played in the middle. Just pure number nine. Yeah. I know, but that's the thing. They all at one point that I'm thinking of played that role too. Like Suarez. Yeah, but would I want him there? No, I think. No, I don't want to say Suarez. Thomas Miller played on the wing too. See what I mean? Where my brain's going? Okay, but dude, if they play there for like one game or for like one year, doesn't matter. I'm talking about majority. If they were a left winger, like you can't say Hazard. Hazard never even played striker. But he probably played one game. Yeah, I'm saying you can't say a guy like that. If it's a guy that played left mid at the beginning of his career, but then he became an attacking mid like Muller, it's fine. Okay, you know what? We're gonna go with an Italian connection here. Okay. Just because you said Di Natale is the left back, he needs his other small mate there. He needs Fabrizio Micoli there. Holy. We're going to put, even though I think he's in jail, so Micoli, if you hear this, free him. You're, you're in our team. You're on our team. Free Micoli. <laughs> Micoli will be my left mid. The Italian connection will be real there. Okay. They will play together. And all will be well. Okay, okay. I like it. I don't hate I don't it. I don't know why that's the one that came to my head, actually. I don't hate I'm it. Of, so I'll do one of the center mids now. We'll bring in. I'm trying to think if there's somebody else I want to use instead. No, oh, you know what? Who I said before as my one center mid, we're gonna bring in Luis Suarez. Yeah, tough, gritty. I feel like it'd be a good box to box. Probably bite you if you try doing anything. Yeah, exactly I can't what really, you want. I can't really argue that. You might need something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, for me. You want to? Do, are you doing right mid or the other center mid? No, I'll do the other center mid. Okay, I'm gonna go with Harry Kane. Okay, only because of his his, his ball distribution, I think that would be good. Mm-hmm. And he does work hard off the ball, so I feel like he could be like another box to box. Yeah. So Harry Kane is my center mid. Okay, 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 okay. Now right mid. It's like I. See, I know something. No, I know. I don't know. I know. I have somebody ready, like literally right on the tip of my tongue. But I got. I don't want to say him. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of somebody else, just because like it's it's another Juve player, and like he does fit perfectly. I feel like if it, my reasoning, you'll be like, okay, yeah, he does. But like, it's just I don't, I don't want to use another Juve guy. Okay. Um. Okay, on the right, I'm gonna put. I'm going to put Cunaguero. Okay. Not a bad shot at all, actually. Yeah. Links up with Lovetsy on the right side, too. Okay. I like see that. I see what I did there. I like that. Got that tally connection on one side, Argentinian on the other. What better like that. nations like do you, would that. you like? So now, since a striker does play striker and we have one striker, mm-hmm. we could do one of two things here. I could say any striker in the world. Yeah. Or I could be absolutely absurd. And just say a player because whatever I'm, I could do whatever I want to do. Yeah, technically could. speaking, so <laughs> the player I'm gonna go with up top is none other than Adebayo Akinfenwa. <laughs> now, why am I going with him? 
Because we have a lot of nimbleness. We have agility. <laughs> we have Aguero and Mikoli on the flanks. Our wing backs, very agile, whatever. We need a big oaf. We need a big man. We need a strong man. And I don't like Lukaku. So oh. he's out of... He was, dude, he was Lukaku before Lukaku was Lukaku. Yeah, exactly. Like He, he was I, the OG, man. Akin Fenwa was the guy. Yeah. That's him. You was, know, that's... That guy was a big, him, He yo. was a big boy. Out of him, yo. Yeah. Or was it? What was it? The, the, the other English guy too was big. Was in uh, Heskey. Heskey. Oh, Emil Heskey. Emil Heskey. He was a big. Maybe boy. Emil Heskey might he slot it up boy. But someone of that stature, just an O. Oh, I like. I, I can find. I can find one there with that ninety-nine strength consistently in every single FIFA. <laughs> Either that, or like Harry Wilson. <laughs> just because we have a Harry in the team already, so why not have Harry! another Harry? Harry, Pastor Harry. <laughs> and then our coach. Who's our coach? Harry Maguire. <laughs> what's better? What's better than two Harrys? Three Harrys. Three Harrys. <laughs> and one's no, a slab dude, head. Dude, our coach. Oh fuck! He passed away. I can't see him. Who? I was gonna say Maradona. Because then he'll give he'll give everyone cocaine and get them fired up, and it's a striker too. R.I.P. Can't say can't him. Do him. Okay, so our coach has to be a, a striker of sorts as well. R nine. No, he he's a president. Actually, yeah, we could say him. Could yeah, say you him. know what? He's a president. He'll fund him. the team. Yeah, he'll bring he'll the team. He'll bring the team up partying too. Yeah. He'll probably give him some farina. That fat bitch. Yeah, yeah. He'll you know take, what? He'll take care of them. R nine is our coach yeah. as well. And my left eye is twitching. Going <laughs> full stupid right now. You know what but, that means when Joe's left eye is twitching? Either yeah, he's gonna he's about to buy something Roma or it's oh the end yeah. Of the I don't know why this is on the screen. Who the who the heck would put that on the screen? I don't think Joe's buying a jersey, so it's looking like it's the end of the episode. Yeah. I think so, that's it for today. Yeah, we've uh, pretty much mark. covered everything. I think Joe's tired of talking. I am. I'm tired of listening. So, guys, if you haven't done already yet from the beginning of the episode, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you know, hey, let us know what you guys want to hear. Let us know, you know, topics that you guys might want to, you know, hear in an episode. You maybe we call you onto an episode. That's all up to you guys. We won't know if you guys don't hit us up. So, on that note. Thank you guys for listening. Joe, stop playing with my toys. Thank I thought you. it was Bobble Thank heads. you for being here today. Thank you. We'll see I'm you next week. Here. We'll hear you next week. Ciao. See you later.